0: Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Friday, the 7th of August. A surprisingly busy day for economic data it was too, and a very positive one. No fewer than 20 surprises, 20 surprises, and only two shocks. I have to tell you that all my shocks and surprises indexes, with the exception of inflation and confidence, are drawing out now very dramatic V-shapes. Or, to be more honest, right now it's looking more like a Nike swoosh. Now, a Nike swoosh on my shocks and surprises graphs doesn't necessarily mean we're at the start of a V-shaped recovery. Maybe it will falter as June's data comes in and reflects the threat of a second wave of coronavirus. But if it doesn't, then at some stage we're going to be saying it looks like a V, it talks like a V, maybe. What to choose from among today's results? Three things. First, the US wholesale sales numbers for June. Second, Japan's second quarter current account balance estimate. And third, Japan's June labor earnings. Why these? After all, we had strong trade balance numbers from China, surplus of 62.3 billion in July. And in Japan, deficit of only 136 billion yen in the first 20 days of July, and Germany's current account surplus, $22.4 billion. Well, I think the ones I've chosen are more likely to be overlooked, though they are all significant. And I'm going to start with the wholesale trade data for June in the US. Now, as you probably know, I've been following this quite closely because wholesale trade is precisely where you see the to's and fro's of short term disequilibrium between supply and demand. Wholesalers' entire raison d'être its entire business is about smoothing out these disequilibria. Now we noticed last week that the seven and a half percent month-on-month jump in retail sales in the US had left retailers very short of inventory with their inventory to sales ratio falling to lows we've never seen before. We expected that they'd be turning to wholesalers to restock their shelves but even so I hadn't expected the 8.8% month-on-month rise that actually eventuated. Wholesaler sales of durables were up 8% on the month with autos up 25.5%, hardware 9.4%, metals 9% and machinery 8.2%. Now these are all pretty much hardcore industrial stuff. Servicing that demand also meant that wholesalers own inventories fell by 1.4% month on month with the result that their inventory to sales ratio dropped 0.15 points to 1.38 times which is basically a back to normal level. What follows next of course is that wholesalers will be turning to manufacturers and importers to restock their own shelves. To cut a long story short, The short-term inventory dynamic is now highly positive, having been highly negative in the second quarter where inventory dumping cut 4 percentage points off growth. That's going into reverse right now. Over to China, where I hadn't expected them to release a second quarter current account estimate. Still, that's what they did, claiming a current account surplus of 86.6 billion US for the first half. Given that we know that in the first quarter they had a 33.7 billion deficit that implies a surplus in the second quarter of no less than 119.6 billion. Even by China's standards that's a colossal surplus the second largest on record the biggest being 133 billion in the fourth quarter of 2008. It's an amount equivalent to 3.4 percent of GDP versus a deficit of 1.1 percent in the first quarter. Now the thing to to notice is they managed this even whilst the government was running up the most extraordinary fiscal deficit. Their deficit for the second quarter came in at 6.4 trillion, equivalent to just over a quarter of quarterly GDP. Now plainly these are wild numbers but what they imply is that China was running a private sector savings surplus of approximately 29% of GDP in the second quarter, with the 12-month private sector savings surplus rising to 13.8% of GDP. Now this is a savings surplus the like of which we've never seen from China. What it tells us is that there is tremendous potential domestic demand firepower backing up in China. To give you some idea, the average private sector savings surplus during the last decade was 4.4% of GDP. So we're looking at the thick end of 10% of GDP potential upward correction in China's domestic demand, swashing in somehow in the future. Extraordinary, I think. And finally, I want to mention Japan's June labour earnings. On the face of it, these were unspectacular, down 1.7% year-on-year. So what? Well, a couple of things matter. Firstly, the monthly movement was 29 standard deviation above trend. So actually, this was a major surprise. The second thing to realise is that June is an important month for Japan's workers because June is the number two bonus month of the year. A bad result in June, therefore, ripples through the months to come, weakening confidence and quite possibly demand. This year, bonus payments were down only 2.4% year on year, which all things considered, for example the 24.6% drop in overtime earnings, all things considered it was okay, and bonuses represented 41% of the month's earnings. Not an immediate thrill this, but certainly a bullet dodged right that's it for today thank you for listening and if you got something out of it and how could you not please help spread the word about the bulletin Uh, we do need listeners and um, if you like the service please recommend it to people if you'd like to know more about cold water economics please feel free to contact me michael taylor on mjt coldwater at fastmail.com thanks